What up and welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. I'm James Rapine. Tony Wiggins not with me this week, but my man Tony uh, dealing with a couple health issues. Get well soon. I He was in the hospital for a few days, released on Tuesday night. So make sure you give my guy Tony Wiggins uh, a lot of love and uh, thoughts and prayers are with him as he gets back to 100%. And uh, make sure you check him out on Locked On Jaguars because I think He'll uh, be able to record later this week and be back with me next week right here on a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. We're packed today and stacked, and I'm in my hotel room in Indianapolis because it's NFL Combine Week. And, well, there's some things that I want to react to, that I want to discuss, because whether it's Tom Brady, whether it's what George Payton said about the Broncos quarterback situation, there is a lot to react to. Uh, but first, thank you so much for making us your first listen right here on Locked On NFL. You can subscribe on YouTube. Check us out wherever you get your podcast. Hit that follow button. Thank you so much uh, for making us part of your day. And I'm James Rapine. I cover uh, the Bengals most of the time for allbengals.com and the Locked On Bengals podcast. Been covering them for years. But also talk all things NFL every single Wednesday right here on Locked On NFL. So let's dive in and let's start with Tom Brady and that Tom Brady situation. Retired, 44 years old, and yet I was talking to someone yesterday on Tuesday, and they were like, isn't it weird that the greatest quarterback of all time didn't have a farewell news conference? It could be. Certainly could be, right? And then Bruce Arians and Jason Light, what did they say? The the Bucks head coach and general manager. Basically, you always leave a key under the mat for Tom Brady. You're always going to leave a light on for Tom Brady. Of course, the door is open for Tom Brady. And to me, I, I think that there's a chance that Tom Brady wants to come back and wants to play. But will it be in Tampa? Does he want to play in Tampa? And that's the interesting thing about it for me is I don't think he wants to play in Tampa Bay anymore. You know. They're set up in a division where they could probably win it. And I'm not saying he doesn't love the Tampa Bay weather by any stretch. Is this a Bruce Arians issue? And I know there's been speculation and talk about it and all of this stuff, but the, the Tampa roster dinged up. It's probably not going to be as good next year as it was this year and certainly in its Super Bowl year. And Ali Marpet retired. Uh, who knows what happens with Chris Godwin? He's coming back from an ACL. Do they keep him? Do they not? He's a free agent to be all of these moving pieces, right? No Antonio Brown. And then the Bruce Arians factor. And so maybe Brady's like, yeah, maybe I could retire. Or I'll retire and see maybe if I could force my way to where I want to go if I decide I want to play. Because I, I think he's, at least as of right now, probably content right? Content with retiring. At the same time, you keep hearing the chirps, you keep hearing the murmurs. And that's the part of it that I think is interesting. And uh, honestly, you look at it and San Francisco keeps San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco. Well, what news came down on Tuesday? Jimmy Garoppolo is going to miss some time with an injury. And Jimmy Garoppolo had to have a procedure and Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's like, oh my goodness. Well, that's the trade here, ladies and gentlemen. If there's a trade to be had, it's that one. All right, Bruce Arians, you get Jimmy Garoppolo. San Francisco 49ers, you get Tom Brady for a year. Plus, you give Tampa Bay a pick in return. Jimmy G in a pick, 
for Tom Brady. And could you imagine? I mean, you, you know, that that's that to me, Trey Lance waits in the wings one more year and then he takes over for Brady. Brady gets to play first, the team he wanted to grow up uh, or he grew up rooting for and a team that he really wanted to go to a couple of years ago when he was a free agent. And I think they picked Jimmy G over him, which is the most ridiculous thing at the time. I said it when Jimmy G, the day of the Super Bowl, when Jimmy Garoppolo was taking on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, I said, look, if Tom Brady hits free agency, all of these teams should be interested. And I listed a bunch of them, and the San Francisco 49ers were certainly on that list. It's uh, it, it's quite an interesting um, topic, right? Could Tom Brady do that? I say so. Bruce Arians didn't. He said, that's bad business. We're, we're not in that market. Bruce Arians also said no to Antonio Brown, and he played there for a season and a half and caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl for the Buccaneers. So to me, I can't necessarily trust everything Bruce Arians says. He's emotional. Uh, he talks from, you know, speaks from his sleeve, essentially not knocking him, but to me, that makes a decent amount of sense. And the fact that there were rumors about Brady and Sean Payton and the Miami Dolphins wanting to, to grab those two guys. And obviously that didn't work, but grab those two guys. I don't know. I don't think the NFL thinks that Tom Brady is completely done yet. He might be, might not ever come back, but. I don't think people are necessarily buying it. And speaking of buying, is anyone going to buy Kirk Cousins? Are you buying Kirk Cousins? We'll dive into Kirk Cousins in a team that I think has been rumored to go after, well, another quarterback that could end up with Kirk Cousins. And it might not be a bad fit. But first, I have to tell you about betonline.net because betonline is a one-stop shop for all things betting. So whether you're looking for March, well, it's college hoops time, NBA, UFC, boxing, it's a one-stop shop. NFL draft right around the corner, betonline.net has you covered there as well. You have to get there. You have to check it out because their interface is awesome. It's really, really easy to use. If you've never wagered before, you go there, you sign up. It's super simple. You can use your cell phone if you want. You can use an iPad, your PC, your laptop, and make sure you go there now. Check it all out. BetOnline.net. I use them. You should too. BetOnline, where the game starts. Let's dive into Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins is an okay quarterback. He's not great, but he's not bad. Is he 15th in the league? Is he 17th in the league? Probably something in that range. Maybe you have him as high as 13, right? But he's in that range where not great, not going to carry to you a Super Bowl, but could certainly win you games and put you in position to make the playoffs. And he's not going to make a bunch of mistakes. And so when I look at the Denver Broncos and George Payton, their general manager, says, yeah, we absolutely have to upgrade at that position. That's a position we're looking at. Well, if it isn't going to be Aaron Rodgers, which has been the rumor, and they should still try to go after Aaron Rodgers, even though it feels like it's not going to happen. Um, then, you know, where where is it? Where do they find it? And to me, I think they find a way um, to, to get a quarterback that's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, or better than, excuse me, Teddy Bridgewater. I guess Jimmy Garoppolo falls under that category. I don't necessarily see that one happening, but they could. I think it's Kirk Cousins because when you give Kirk Cousins a quarterback who isn't like the biggest arm, but can push the ball down the field 
is certainly capable of throwing for a bunch of yards and touchdowns. And you give him those receivers that they have in Denver. Uh, you know, th- that to me, Jerry Judy on one side, you know, you have, you have this just trio of dynamic receivers. I like it. I think, you know, you got Tim Patrick. Um, it, 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 to me, it fits. It fits what Kirk Cousins would need to have success and, and have more than the success he's had, right? Make it to the playoffs. Maybe make a run in the playoffs, which, you know, we haven't really seen from Kirk Cousins. And, you know, Cortland Sutton, he, he, he slipped my mind. But I love Cortland Sutton's game, right? I, I, think, uh, I think those three are really, you know, really good players. Um, and then – on injured reserve, yeah, you have the uh, the speedster and KJ Hamler had to find him because he's on on IR. But I mean, that's four receivers. You're four deep. That's weapons. And when you have the defense that they have, and you have a pass rush, and you have have good corners, and you have to go to mile high and play in that environment, I'm not saying you're going to beat the Chiefs all the time, but you beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs some of the time. I think so. So that part of it, right, getting a quarterback that's competent enough is so huge. And I think the Broncos can do that. I think they're going to be able to find a guy like that. And maybe it is Kirk Cousins. Maybe, you know, you have a new GM in Minnesota. You look at it. And if you get a second rounder, maybe a second and a fourth for Kirk Cousins, you take it. I would take it. I'm not in the Kirk Cousins business long term, but these two teams are different. One team it, it kind of tried to hold on to this playoff mindset and they just weren't a playoff team really anymore. This other team has built, 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 and they have everything but the quarterback. And I get it. Kirk Cousins could be underwhelming to some Broncos fans. Totally understand would be underwhelming for a lot. But is he better than what you've had? Can he get you closer to where you want to go? And the answer is probably yes, right? Kirk Cousins can go on the road and outplay Derek Carr. Kirk Cousins can go um, maybe not toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes, even with those weapons, but he can put up numbers. And so you didn't have that before. So that to me could be like a fail safe for the Broncos Let's say they don't want to get in the Watson sweepstakes, right? Which I'm going to talk about in a, uh, a minute here because I think there's a little bit there. Um, let's say they don't, because I think he's going to get traded, by the way. I, but I'll dive into it in a second. It's a hot take by me, by the way. Um, but to me, if you, you don't get Watson, you can't get Rodgers. Jimmy G could be on the market. And then what? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is an option unless you wanted to take a, a flyer on Sam Darnold or something in the Panthers, if they trade for Deshaun Watson. Right. So that's, that's it. And I, th- I think it would be a pretty good fit as far as the Vikings try to draft a quarterback. You know, it's a bad, bad quarterback class. Okay. But what if you can get the best one? What if you could get Willis who is electric? What if you could get a Desmond Ritter? So that's the other part of this. Uh, to certainly take into consideration. Um, I, I do want to talk about Deshaun Watson. And uh, and then I'm going to talk about 
uh, the team I cover in the, the Bengals because they were in the Super Bowl and they have a clear need. And to me, I think they absolutely have to address that need and we'll do that. But for, first, real quick, Deshaun Watson, he's going to have to figure out all the off-the-field stuff, and that's not what I'm going to cover today um, because you can't do it it's in the time that I'm allotting here, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the alleged victims or anything like that. If he gets past that from a legal standpoint, okay, Deshaun Watson's going to have a huge market. And Deshaun Watson's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL on paper. That Don't forget that. I, I, I'm certainly not going to forget that and be a prisoner from a football standpoint of not seeing him last year. I know how good Deshaun Watson is. And so that's an option. If I'm the Broncos, that's an option. From a football standpoint, you have to get the, the morality of it and if you want to bring a guy like that into your organization, that's a separate conversation. Strictly from a football, and it's not a football, just a football conversation. I understand that. But from a football conversation, think about all these teams that could be in the market for a quarterback, right? Of course, the Vikings would be in. Uh, of course, the Browns would be interested. Of course, the Steelers would be interested. Of course, Washington, the commanders would be interested. Of course, the Dolphins. Of course, the Panthers, uh, you know, the Broncos, uh, the list goes on and on and on. But how many of those teams are going to be able to get to the football part and get past the everything that we've heard off the field about him and that he's accused of off the field, even if he settles the lawsuits and the civil cases and everything. And that number is going to shrink. And then how many of those teams are willing to give Houston what they want in return for him. And then the number shrinks more. And to me, from a football standpoint, and you just, you hear it, you it was buzzing around today in Indianapolis. People think Deshaun Watson from a football, it, he's going to be great again. And um, so someone, some team is going to end up giving up a lot for him and, and not, not just the first. I don't think that in yeah, there could be you know um, different provisions in in the trade to make sure uh, you know playing time and all of those things. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be multiple ones. I think it's going to be a haul. I think Nick Casario of the Texans might have they might just pull this off after taking the job and being put in a near impossible situation. We'll see if the Texans can get back um, the the plethora of picks and assets that they would want in exchange for Deshaun Watson. But up next, we know what the Bengals' weakness is. I'm going to discuss it. I'm going to discuss Joe Burrow and my takeaway from the NFL Combine. But first, a word from Built Bar, the number one protein bar on the planet, Built Bar. I have a Built Bar every single day. Have you heard of them? If not, it's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, high in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, covered in 100% chocolate. Get yours at built.com today and get 15% off using promo code LOCKED15. Again, get yours today using promo code LOCKED15 at built.com for 15% off. You're not going to regret it, so check them out right now. The number one protein bar on the planet and James Rapine's favorite protein bar, Built Bar. It's no secret, right? The Bengals have to improve and upgrade their offensive line. and the thing that 
they really need to take advantage of. And I've talked about this on the Locked on Bengals podcast a decent amount and, and on my various platforms. This is the first time in my lifetime, I'm 30, but probably in most of your lifetimes, where it could be cool to root for the Bengals because Joe Burrow's really cool. Jamar Chase has got the gritty and the swag. And you got this defense that doesn't have a star on it, but they got some swag to him. And T. Higgins is fun. And Joe Mixon's fun to root for. And Zach Taylor is a young, likable guy. And they're just, they're likable and they're fun. But if they win, the nation's going to start to notice. And not just win, like make a Super Bowl run, and then go 10 and 7 next year and flame out. No, they're going to have to get offensive line pieces. And if so, this team, well, they could be one of these teams that year in, year out. We, we mentioned with Aaron Rodgers, right, and the Packers. Like, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, they're Super Bowl contenders. Part of that has to do with his offensive line, Devontae Adams, the coach he has. Obviously, he's great. But there are pieces around him that put the Packers in position year in and year out, even though they haven't won one since 2010 where they're always mentioned among the Super Bowl contenders. That has never been the case for the Bengals in franchise history. Never. They've only won the division back-to-back years once in 54 seasons. They did it in 81 and 82. So to me, from a national standpoint, they have the swag. They have the quarterback that's really likable and a star. Protect him. And if they protect him, there's going to be so many young Bengals fans that are five and six and seven years old now eight years from now, because they've won. And when you win, you get more fans. I'll never forget 2002, 2002, I go over to my cousin's house and he's eight or 10 at the time, something like that, right? Eight years old. Didn't even think he was a football fan. This dude's running around in a Tampa Bay Buccaneer shirt. Why? Because they won the Super Bowl. That matters. That stuff matters when you want to make impressions on fans. So to me, Nationally, the Bengals haven't been as relevant as as they've been over the past, I don't know, five months in a long time, maybe ever when you include social media. And so they should take advantage of that because that's good business. That's smart. You lock in fans for, for a lifetime. If you win during their glory years, during their up-and-coming years, during their teenage years or youthful years where sports is, is so much fun, right? And it's different. I mean, sports hit different when you're a kid versus when you're an adult. That doesn't mean you don't love them, right? We have adults. Most of you are adults that listen to the podcast. We don't have many kids that listen to Locked On NFL. Not against it, by the way. But it's different when you're that age and and you have a chance to reach that type of fan base. And that's, that's why if you build a sustainable winner, that's the advantage of it versus a Tampa Bay model where it's still worth it. But they had one run, and now who knows who's their quarterback, who their quarterback is. Uh, by the way, real quick before I go, and I've been all spread out, but going back, I meant to mention this in the first segment. If the Colts want to move on from Carson Wentz, you're telling me Bruce Arians isn't going to look at those physical attributes and say, I can fix him? I think that would be a possibility. So just throwing that out there. Figured I'd throw it out there because while it's uh, – Oh, it's, it's wild, 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 wild. But uh, make sure you check out Locked on NFL and make us your first listen each and every day. Also, 
make sure you check out Locked On NFL Draft because they're going to have the latest and greatest draft news for you. A little shorter show today, a little abbreviated. It's the Combine. We're going to have more from the NFL Combine on Thursday's show. And Tony Wiggins and I will be back next week right here on a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. So for Tony Wiggins, I'm James Rapine signing off for now right here on Locked On NFL.